are listening to episode 183 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. My name is John Mark DeRoe, and I am in Three Stream Studios today, actually watching a crew install the new AC units right now out of our window over here, and I am joined by Brad Brown. Brad, did you see this video where they had to take a crane to place one of our sanctuary AC units. I mean, this is wild stuff they're doing out there right now. Thankfully, our media team was present and yep. got the whole thing on camera. Yep. Two new units, $45,000. <laughs> and we wanted to announce on the show that you know, to pay for it, John, Mark, and I have completely donated all the funds. So just want right. to make that clear. Personal contributions. We weren't going to let anyone know, but yeah, we now, just we, wanted, now we are. Wanted to let everyone know how kind we are. We asked generous. Jonathan to contribute. Such a generous gift. We asked Jonathan to contribute, and he said no. So right. it's just He us. declined. <laughs> no, we are so thankful yeah. to have the means to do this. Just terrible timing, both of them go out we can't use them there's issues with the gas so legally we cannot we could not use them and so that means no ac or no heat these units have been putting out work for about 20 years now they're supposed to conk it conk it 15 15. so we got a lot of life out of them we did yeah and the genesis of this whole thing was there was a cold snap last month and it happened over the weekend so we had to turn on the heat one sunday morning i think it was i think that day it was like you know 38 degrees that yep. morning so we yep. had to turn the heat on turn the heat on it's working you know i think i believe it heated up the room pretty well if i if i'm not mistaken but yeah. someone had made a comment that they had smelled a natural gas smell after we had turned it on and so which is never good never a good thing if you're smelling that never positive so the service happens. I get up to the office the next day, and my office is adjacent to the sanctuary, so I have to walk through the sanctuary to get to my office. And I smell the natural gas smell still lingering in the air, and I'm walking in and out. I'm trying to figure out where it's coming from. I start freaking out. I go get Scott Ledbetter because he was around. It's like, Scott, come check out this smell with me. You smell this, right? And he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely, natural gas smell. And that's what started this whole thing, called Joe Stores texted brad and jonathan i was like i don't know what's going on there's a smell we need to get spire out here to check it out they find out that it's uh you know some rusted parts different things oh i'm not going to get into all the technicalities of it because i don't know john mark would you explain <laughs> would you break down and explain to us what happened with the units from a mechanical you, you know standpoint? i you know i could but we don't have time there's just no time today i'm just kidding and so they determined we shouldn't use these units and then we had to have the discussion, which is, you know, can we do we get these repaired and spend a lot of money to get them repaired? And they're already over 20 years old. Yeah. Or do we? It's like a 20 year old car. And they're right. like, well, you need a new. You need a new engine. You need a new, you need a new transmission. You need this and that. And you're like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. So uh, but like like Brad said, thankfully, we had money. That had been storing up over the last few years in and our the Joseph Fund, and rainy the Joseph day fund, fund for yeah. things like this. Special yeah. shout out to Joe Stores who did a lot of the lead work. 
has contacted, got different quotes, has been working with AC people, organized yeah. the install today. That man has basically done full-time work for no pay. So Yeah, <laughs> working hard. Yeah, for those who don't know, Joe, he, he's a member here. He's never been on the podcast, but he leads our facilities team here. He's a deacon, and uh, he's just, man, he's just been putting in overtime. Well, and on top of that, he's had to come because we've had to do all these inspections. Yeah, there's all, so been all these new, he's been up there for that. All these new fire sprinkler inspections, inspecting the stuff in the kitchen, and there's all kinds of stuff going. People don't realize. People do not realize. Uh, what Mark. goes on in this building during the week and we are a small staff we have three three employees that are here mo majority of the time and then there's various other part-time employees and so we people just don't realize this is an older building there's a lot of maintenance a lot of upkeep, a lot of maintenance we've had to have so many plumbers come we've had oh so goodness. many plumbing issues it's just insane. Year. People people don't understand. But uh, this is just a glimpse into the world of some things that happen here at the building. John uh, Mark, we're officially week. old men. We are. I, I hope people I don't know <laughs> If you only knew, let's talk about plumbing for the next 10 minutes. If you only knew how many maintenance people I've been on the phone with this week. While everyone slowly walks away from everyone's the conversation. Like, what is Shades Midweek turned into? This is awful. <laughs> what is this? So I do apologize. Has anything uh, been going on in your world, Brad, before we move on to our segments? Anything been happening? Anything new? No. We've got Thanksgiving coming up next week. Do you have That's some right. do you have some plans? We're traveling. We're meeting the the in-laws. Gonna spend some time in Highlands, North Carolina. Oh, it sounds like a terrible place to go. It's awful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we'll be in the Carolina Mountains with the fam. How about yourself? We're just gonna stay at home, stay in Birmingham. My parents live down in Harpersville, so they're gonna do Thanksgiving lunch. And we're going to go over to their house, just hang out. All right. It'll be a good time. And yeah. then we will probably, we've had conversations about potentially going to tailgate for the Iron Bowl. Wow. Auburn this year. So not go to the so game. So not go to the but game, be there. but be there around the stadium, just hanging out. Who knows what could happen? Crazy things have happened. Crazy things have happened. Awful things have happened. Awful <laughs> things have happened. If you're an Auburn fan. We're not going to label either of those. Oh, you already did. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah pretty crazy. Yeah, but we, we may do that that week, and that'll be fun. We're just going to, man, we're just going to chill at home. Kids are going to be out of, school, uh, out of school next week. I've got some fun things planned. May go to a movie. Uh, one night, so we're just gonna have a good time, man. It'll good be stuff. awesome. Yep, love it. Lots cool. to be thankful for. I I know I'm thankful for for new AC units in this building. That's what I'm thankful for. That's right. And you know what else moment. I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for JM's album of the week. JM's album of the week. You know what I'm thankful for? Chris Stapleton. The Goat of Goats. If you don't know who Chris Stapleton is, you just need to stop this right now and go look up his new album called Higher that just dropped over the weekend. I have featured a lot of country music this year. You have. How wild. It is wild. It's unexpected. I'm not a big country guy. You're not. Let me tell you guys something. This album is a master class in songwriting. I, it's just unbelievable. This track is called White Horse. This is Chris Stapleton. This love is getting kind of 
Oh my gosh. So Come on. One more part. White horse. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. I just lost my ever loving mind. Unbelievable. He can sing. His voice is out of control. The dude. power behind it is A- just. Ashley, under, you can't teach that. Ashley and I were talking about this the other day because I sent her the album. We we both really enjoy Chris Stapleton mm. a lot and saw him live a few years ago. Oh, that's at, right. Um, he came here. He came here for when they were still doing Sloss Fest at Sloss Furnace. He headlined that, that night. Unbelievable performance. So Ashley and I are big fans, and I sent her the record, and she just takes it back, and it, she was just like, his voice is, is literally an instrument. Like, it's its own instrument that they make space for on these records. And it makes sense because when you listen to his the production decisions and what the instrumentation is doing, no one's really doing anything too over the top. It's all very solid. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah, yeah. The musicianship is incredible. It's, it's on another level. But there's so much room for his voice to shine. And it every song on this record, his voice just... It's it blows my mind. Wow! It, it's it's full, it's soulful. It's it's got the country thing going on. That's what's kind of crazy, you know. He sang the Star Spangled Banner for the Super Bowl earlier this year. You That's remember right. that? Yeah, with his electric guitar. And that was crazy. Let me tell you something. They put out a single of that of the Star Spangled Banner, like his performance. It's a single on Spotify. You can go listen to it. It's the only time I've ever listened to the Star Spangled Banner multiple times in a row, just on repeat. Just going, how does he do this? How does he do Who it? is this guy? Yeah. Chris Stapleton. Um, what a great story, too, because he started oh. out as a songwriter. I didn't know that. Writing country music and then eventually blows up later in his career. I mean, dude's you know older than I am, but is really... Didn't really see that success until probably his late 30s. And yeah. so really cool. to mm. see, You love to see stories like see that. It. And the dude is no flash, no frills. I saw some of his performance from the CMAs recently. And there's no – the production value is just a band. He's just, yep. he's just out there going, I am so good. I don't need any of this other – I don't need any distractions. I don't yep. need smoke. I don't need lights. I don't need a crazy production. I'm going to blow your mind with songs, with uh, what we sound like together as a band, and the power of my voice. Mm. And he delivers every time. Man. Go check out the record. It's unbelievable. It's called Higher. It's It's got – now, I will say this before I move on. That was more of the outlaw blues meets kind of like almost like a very melodic mainstream chorus, which is kind of cool that he's able to do that. There's stuff on here on this record, though, that has the outlaw blues uh, type stuff, but there's like Americana folk type stuff where it's more acoustic. So there's Mm. some, that's what I love about his records. There's always something for everyone. And I love how each track has its own vibe. It's not, in other words, it's not all outlaw blues. There's just a variety of country, Western, Americana folk, even a little bit of soul on this album, like funk bluesy soul type stuff too which is wow. really really fun so okay check it out i'm loving it you know what else i love some books 
I love books. Thankful for books. Speaking of books, I'll, I'll tell you this story while this song's playing. This week at my children's school is the uh, book fair, Scholastic oh. Book Fair. You remember Scholastic Book Fairs back in the day? I do. They're still doing it, man. Any books that uh, Bradford's Book Club has recommended that are there? <laughs> Let's see. Let's find out. Maybe one today. Yes, well, here's a book that needs to be at every Scholastic Book Fair across the country. It's a book by Justin Briarly. John Mark, have you heard of Justin Briarly before? Is I, that ringing a bell? I actually have, Brad. I'm not in the dark on this. That's right. Justin Briarly is the host of, he's a UK broadcaster. He's a writer, he's a speaker. He's a host for the show unbelievable question mark uh it's on premier christian radio which i guess that's that's radio but i mean it's a podcast that i listen to yeah you can (laughs) from what i understand they do the whole thing now where it's like podcast but then you can stream it on youtube if you'd rather watch the video of it there's a number of ways you can check it out so what's so great about this podcast if you want to check it out i mean there's hundreds and hundreds of episodes and they have pretty much talked about any issue imaginable. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, in regards to especially faith, especially like hot button type stuff, you faith, know, like cultural philosophy, issues. Yeah. yeah, cultural issues, politics. Yeah, and often he'll get two opposing viewpoints. Yeah. So he'll have a Christian on and an atheist on. He'll have an atheist and an agnostic. He'll have two Christians on that have different perspectives on a you know a certain doctrine or subject. So really fascinating show. Check it out. But he's put out a book called The Surprising Rebirth of Belief in God. Hmm. Uh, why New Atheism grew old and secular thinkers are considering Christianity again. That's the subtitle. Why new atheism grew old and secular thinkers are considering Christianity again. Mm, Go on. Very interesting. So Briley is convinced that in our time we are witnessing a growing wave of faith. Hmm. Famously described as the long withdrawing roar of the sea of faith, the Christian narrative that shaped the West has been replaced by sweeping secularism. We know this to be true. But is that the end of the story, Briley asks. It was a conversation with agnostic journalist Douglas Murray that led Briley to investigate whether a change was on the horizon. Speaking of the sea of faith, Murray remarked that tides come back in again and that a number of his intelligent friends had converted to Christianity in recent years. Briley was seeing a similar trend among secular thinkers he had interviewed. Jordan Peterson, Tom Holland. I knew, I knew he was going to mention Peterson. I knew That's that a big was going to come you up. you got to put yeah. that on the back of the book. Yeah. Jordan Peterson, Tom Holland, the historian, Dave Rubin, and many others have found themselves surprised by the continuing resonance and relevance of Christianity. And they are joining in on the conversation about faith. So check out topics such as the meaning crisis. Where do we find meaning? Public intellectuals embracing faith. A really fascinating chapter. Uh, Why Christianity, why, excuse me, why the Christian story is ready to return and much more. So check it out. Just as I was um, 
uh, reading this book, I saw a tweet that he put out where another famous atheist that was part of the new atheism movement, which was like Sam Harris, Sam Harris, Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens, um, and some other voices really gained some what like public notoriety and voice. Yeah. And so they would yeah. write books and they would be on CNN. Well, and, you know, especially with these interviews, with the age of the internet, YouTube became a popular resource for that's a right. lot of these folks and doing podcasts and things like that. I mean, that's how I found out about oh, yeah. a lot of these different types of people, you know, just, you know, podcasts popping up on YouTube. Yes. So there have been, there's been so much Christian like dialogue and engagement and criticism with these thinkers, it's hard to even know where to begin. I mean, just like right. go look at debates with Richard Dawkins and all of the leading Christian thinkers in our generation have debated this man. And each one is just as infuriating as the last because <laughs> he's insufferable. Right. But nonetheless, tons of interaction. Uh, but Riley has is, is had a lot of dialogue with these people. And that's what I appreciate about him yeah. is that he brings them on the show. He tries to hear their perspective, but then he also either gives pushback himself or he'll have, normally he'll have someone that's kind of a big hitter as well yeah. that can play field with him. So he'll bring on a lot of guys from Oxford, Cambridge that are Christians mm -hmm. that can uh, engage in dialogue when these thinkers you know, drop facts about history or the Bible or whatever and basically challenge it. So anyway, I've gone on long enough. The Surprising Rebirth of Belief in God by Justin Burley. Why New Atheism Grew Old and Secular Thinkers Are Considering Christianity. That's wild. I need to check that out, man. He's been doing that show for a while now. So long. Yeah. Uh, yes. Been very consistent with it. And uh, it, they're, they're, you know, I've only listened to a handful of episodes because there's so many. Yeah, and they're pretty um, long, too. And they're pretty long, but, man, really helpful, really awesome, engaging conversation. So check that book out. Great recommendation today, Brad. Man, when you, you come in, when you come in with a good wreck, it's, like, really good. You know what I mean? It's, like, really feel solid. It. You can feel it okay. in the air. Yeah, I'm I will say uh, last week week everyone was gone so i did a solo episode uh, if you haven't checked that out called jm takeover i have received critical acclaim wow from this episode yeah uh just wanted to mention that no doubt just kinda, what critics are talking about just toot my own horn yeah. here for a little bit i had several folks throughout the body at svcc some ran random you know just a random sampling oh wow of people that said they really enjoyed it so that gave me some confidence yeah. really it, gave me a boost okay so. anyone that surprised you well you know it's funny because it's regular listeners but sometimes you forget who the regular listeners are if they're not always like engaging or writing in but like doug abernathy for example oh, he's written yeah. in a bunch of he said it was great. Some new folks like Jordan Yarbrough checked it out. Andrew Thompson listened to it. Wow. Like, yeah. So just a wide swath of people. I tried to get my wife to listen to it. She was not as interested. Uh, but maybe she will check that Can't out. Can't imagine why your wife wouldn't <laughs> want to hear you talk more. It's hard, hard, for, Actually, me to, why hard for me to imagine. want to listen to my hour-long podcast <laughs> that I recorded Now, did today. you recommend a book? I did. I did recommend a well, book. Well, now I have to go listen. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Don't You're tell just going to have to check it out. You're going to force me to go listen. Because you may recommend it later. It would be one that you would probably oh, recommend. Okay. It's in it's in your wheelhouse. The liturgical wheelhouse. Mm. That's my hint. So, okay. uh yeah, but we had a great time. It was awesome and we've got some fun today. It's time to meet him.
Brad, who do we have with us today in the studio? We are excited to have with us in Three Streams Studio two new members of Shades Valley, Reggie and Sandra Edie. Edies, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Now, is this your first podcast episode uh, being on a podcast? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Okay. Now, Sandra, beforehand we were talking about headphones and you mentioned... He did. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Y'all mentioned headphones, so I, I don't want to jump the gun, but I, it seems like there is some sort of recording experience in your past that I'm excited to hear about. How about some radio experience? Oh, I would love to hear about that. Okay. We'll see. We're, we're sitting with veterans, and we have no idea. I know. Now in, I'm nervous. In the field. So how are you guys feeling about doing Meet a Member? Uh, I was nervous, you know, to, to start with. And <laughs> yes, it's not so bad. I've, no, I've calmed no, down some anymore. now. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think it's really the aesthetic of the studio. Wouldn't you say <laughs> Very so? Very warm and inviting. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 4,000 DVDs. <laughs> On yeah. the wall, some some wire that's hanging loosely that looks like a yeah. a, a health hazard. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. just internet, probably. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then yeah. a few random posters. It's clear that men have decorated. Well, we have, don't don't the forget studio. the bulls up there. Yeah. yeah oh, that's, that's right. That's and Jonathan's. And and is that an Atlanta Brave? It is. That's also Jonathan's. I yeah. figured that. He one. brought <laughs> his. I don't know why he brought his sports memorabilia here, but he did. Because Holly wouldn't let him keep him at home. Exactly. Yeah. He had to. He had to find us. Well, and that's yeah. why I have all my movies here. <laughs> so there's wow. no room for that in well, my house. Yeah. Well. All right. I'm learning things here today truth, already. Truth be told. Um, <laughs> so tell um, them where you used your headphones at work. Where on my head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, we're gonna get to the work. So here we go. <laughs> we're gonna get to the work. So let's hold off on that. At first, we want to start at the beginning, and so we'll start individually, and then uh, when y'all stories come together, we'll we'll move on from there. So, who would like to go first and tell us a little bit about uh, where you grew up and? what life was like uh, as a kid. Okay, I grew up in Roebuck. It was a great place to grow up. Mm -hmm. Had kids all around. We played outside all the time. We were the gr we were a, a pair of uh, people, mm -hmm. for back, lack of a better word, yeah. that uh, we did play out until the streetlights came on and after. Okay, so did you have siblings? I have an elder brother. His name is Gene. Okay, so you're the youngest. Yes, I'm the baby. <laughs> and are you the classic younger child? Yes, I'm sorry, but yes, I am. Because he, I would tell on him every chance I got. Uh, okay. Even when he wouldn't let me play football with the guys, I went uh. and told on him. And my dad said, tell him that I said you can play. <laughs> So there you go. Classic sibling. Yes. Things. Okay. So now, did you uh, grow up going to church? Did your family go to church? Uh, we did some, but not enough. I mean, we okay. we when we moved out to Roebuck, we didn't find a church. We just, you know, 
just that was another day. Mm, okay. Yes. Now, were you born in Birmingham? Yes. Gotcha. Eastlake Hospital, which no longer exists. Mm-hmm. As you grew up and you get into middle school and high school, how would you describe yourself as a teenager? Oh, just normal teenager, had girlfriends. That we went shopping at the malls and, you know, we... Um, what we weren't not supposed to do is circle around Eastwood Mall on Saturday nights, Friday <laughs> nights. And my brother caught me one time, and um, he held it over my head, but, you know, he still got it hanging because <laughs> he went off to college. So. <laughs> okay. Now, were you in any clubs or in on any – Sports teams, or what were your interests? Well, I was uh, one of the leaders of the exercise group. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I had a little different uh, gym suit that I wore. It was green, and it had a little orange thing, and orange and green were Huffman's High School's colors. Okay, And I had to wear that, and I got to help lead jumping jacks and all that stuff. So. (laughs) Okay. Now, is Reggie in the picture yet? Not yet. Okay. Did you uh, go to college anywhere after you Uh, graduated high school? After I graduated high school, I started at UAB, stopped, and you'll find out later. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I uh, ended up at Sanford and graduated at Sanford. Okay. Okay. So what did you initially go to UAB to study? I was going to study radio and television stuff. Did you want to be in, like, on the, which side of the camera did you want to work on? Or which side of the, you know, did you want to be more in production? Did you want to be on on the screen, like, broadcasting? What was, what did you, in your mind, what did you want to do? I thought I wanted to be on air. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, did you want to be, like, a like a DJ or what? Yes. Specifically? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you like music a lot? Yes. Okay. Oh, yes. And so how would you describe uh, your faith at this point? You talked about growing up, not going to church very mm-hmm. often. So what did that look like as you went off to, to college? Uh, well, I, you know, we had to take two uh, biblical things, <laughs> no matter what you were in. I was, with, yeah. I was, I was taking um, more business-type stuff there. But I st- still took Bible 1 and 2. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah you had to. You yeah. still have to, okay. as far as I know. Yeah. And mm. were you attending a church in the area? Just be curious. Uh, not yet. Mm-hmm. Not yet. All right. Okay. And one, one more quick question. Had, had you met Reggie yet at this Not point? Yet. We don't have to go any further than no, that. No, okay. haven't met him yet. Haven't met him All yet. Right. Let's, let's, hear, let's hear Reggie's story a little bit. Okay. So tell us about where you grew up. Did you grow up in Birmingham? Were you born here? Close by. I was born in Jasper. Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a very small city. You know, it was nice. My grandfather would farm in the mornings, you know, and he would drive into almost to Birmingham and he would work in the mines. He was a miner who worked from like, you know, the evening shift was what they called it. Oh, wow. And then he, you know, worked like a dog to to grow his corn and whatever else he did, you know. So that, I would spend time with them in the summer because they had 
a huge garden. They had acres and acres of corn that they would grow, and I could run through the cornfield and all that. Oh, wow. But outside the city, there's a lot of people. Like if you go to Brookside, you know, they've got the more of a Russian community. I grew up in the competing city that was a mining camp. That was what they called it next to that called Sayre. And, you wow. know, most of the people who lived there were miners. It was, mm. a, was a big deal. My my grandfather was a miner. He had been, uh, he came to this area after World War One. He was a veteran, and he came to work in the mines. So he worked there, wow. married my grandmother, who was the postmistress, and, you know, they mm. settled in the area. Huh. And I, I, they were one of my ties. I um, remember going to church with them. They were Church of Christ, which was okay. different, you know, because... I don't, I don't know what you would have done, you know. With the, I don't remember there being any musical instruments and all. Yeah, there. It probably was, not. Was different. You wouldn't have a job. Yeah, no. yeah. I wouldn't but, be able to work there. <laughs> but for a while, we lived in a duplex apartment, and the people who moved in next door, the first Sunday morning, they were assembly of God, and they were getting ready for their service. Oh, wow. They were kind of warming up mm. next door. That's and, very different. Yeah, my sisters, two younger sisters could hear them and they were fairly loud but they were very (laughs) very dedicated and my sister started to cry because they had not seen anything like that wow like they were scared yeah they were afraid they thought what's going on here you know some these people are yelling next door but uh, we found out we ended up being very close friends with those people and uh, the church we attended was a little confusing because it was a real small community mm. and they would have Methodist services and Baptist services in the same building wow. and on different days. I remember this church there, you know, I was like six or seven years old. There was an argument about who was going to have their commandments or whatever on the wall. And then they split. So oh. for a while after that, I didn't go to church, you know, uh-huh. but, uh, it was a good childhood, I, for most part. I enjoyed it, you know, because we could. Uh, it was a lot different than it is for kids now, you know. Right. Yeah. It sounds like you would have had a lot of freedom to to move about, running through cornfields and such. Yeah, and the, on the farm, and then inside the, the we called the place where the, I lived, you know, primarily called it the camp because there was a, across the river. This was almost like being, if you can imagine it, they take the coal out of the out of the mines they bring it out and wash it and they put out these big dumps of slate that after it gets so high the pressure and the heat causes it to burn and you can smell that sulfur smell uh-huh. and on a on a cold night if it if everything's just right it'll be almost like being in a london fog and you'll have that smell and if you go close to where the that's burning. It's almost like being on the edge of hell, you know, thinking wow. about how it looked. Yeah. It was really cool to see. Wow. Of course, mm. you couldn't walk on it because it might fall, you know, and of course you'd get burned or who knows what would happen, but it was a kind of a neat place to be. Yeah. I, I mean, when I think about jobs that I definitely <laughs> couldn't do, mining definitely comes to the top of the list, yeah. list for me. Yeah. I think I might last half a day before fainting, passing out. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you, are there any stories coming to mind that your family shared about working in the mines and what that well, was like for them? Well, my grandfather had a, a huge rock fell on him. Luckily, it wedged him into a wall, and it just broke most of his ribs oh. after that. You know, he was lucky. But yeah, he survived. Yeah, he survived. Right. Yeah. Right. But wow. my, my father thought he would follow the, their footsteps and okay. go to the mines. He went in, went down 
came right back out, you know, immediately and said, I'm not doing this ever again. Wow. So it was, that was it for him. Did you ever think about mining? No, no, no. Because <laughs> as kids, you could sneak in. There were air shafts. You could sneak into the air shafts and, uh. you know, go in. And, and I was terrified. I just couldn't do it, you know. Sure. I still have trouble with some of the, the caves, you know, caverns. It's a little hard to do for me from time to time. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. Se- I've seen on YouTube some videos of a guy. He takes a camera with him, and he just goes where he has to be on his belly. Yeah. And the cave is, I mean, there must be, what, like two, three feet tall mm-hmm. at max? Maybe if it's crazy. I don't know how yeah, he does there's it. there's no way I do I that. I get claustrophobic just looking at it. But. Okay, so how would you describe yourself as a kid? Uh, I'm still trying to uh, get people to forgive me for the way I acted and stuff like that. You know, it was not, not the best kid for sure. Okay. But I had free reign basically of what I did. But, you know, it was a fun play- thing to do. You know, yeah. you go out and you cut your own uh, bow and arrow and you make your oh yeah your things. Use a bottle cap on the end of a stick, mm-hmm. shoot at your friends with it and. Yeah. That was fun, but then got over that, and my dad brought home. He bought a retired Harley police bike. Oh, and, wow. And uh, we got to ride in that for a while. Of course, it was too big for me. I was going to say, how old were you when you were driving that? Yeah. No, so he bought me. <laughs> no. No, I wasn't. I didn't didn't do that. So he bought me a uh, a little Allstate, a Craftsman scooter that I could ride around, you know, and that was a bit fun. You know, you sit on it like you're sitting on a Vespa or something. So. Okay. So and what high good. school did you go to? I went to a place called Corner. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So you know it. I, I know it. The only reason I know most high schools in the state of Alabama is because when I was a kid, I used to watch uh, the high school football score updates on Friday nights yeah. on, like, local news yeah. And so I just I just know all a lot of the names of the high schools but sometimes I don't even know where they're yeah. located. Yeah. <laughs> there were 65 people graduated with me from there, okay. you know. It was okay. a mm. neat place to go. So yeah, what what small. were your interests as a as a teenager? Um We'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, gosh, what did I want as I my dad was building houses at the time, and I liked the construction thing that he okay. was doing, you know. Yeah. Um, then cars, of course, you know, because we always had some old car later in the house or something. Ah, uh, yes. Choppers were interesting. That's what, what was going on when I was a, a kid. Yeah. And when a friend of mine took his bike completely apart, had it in a, a huge tub, and said, I just can't do anything with it. So I bought it from him for 50 bucks and put it back together. You know, so I ended up with a Triumph 650. Oh, that, wow. Uh, with a little work, it, it turned out to be a great thing to ride. You know, it was fun yeah. for a while. So did you go to college anywhere after high school? Uh, they had just opened Jeff State. So I went to Jeff State for a while. Uh, ended up dropping out. Then I uh, went when I got a job that provided you know paid for my education i went to birmingham southern for a a couple of years then i went to uab and finished my education in business okay because you know they just wanted i was working for alabama power and they just wanted you to have a degree and a friend of mine got a history degree so okay just having that degree was important so yeah i like that okay so you're uh working uh, with Alabama Power, and then you went. You were going back to school. Now, had you met Sandra at this time? No, no. 
Okay, so the stories have not intersected yet. Oh, no. So at what point do y'all meet each other? Well, of course, we meet at Alabama Power. I'm. Oh, okay. I'm, oh. So wait, I think we need Sandra to catch us up a little bit. Okay. Because so, the last we heard, she's at Samford. She's circling around Lakeview yeah. Mall, all <laughs> these things. No. Not Lakeview. Eastwood that's Mall. Not, Lake, that was when I was East Lake, in high that's school. It. Eastwood Mall. Eastwood, Eastwood Mall. Mall, that's it. Yeah. I actually yeah. used to go to Eastwood Mall, so I should really that. Did you circle yeah. around it all the time. I barely I wasn't a circle as a kid. Uh, I think it was still open when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So, do you remember the record store that was there that had the flying monkeys? That was really cool. I don't. I, I wish it was still there. That yeah. would, that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, no. Now there's just a Walmart. Yeah. Oz. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, it's yours. Well, yes. Okay. So okay. last we checked in with you, you were at Samford. Yes, and I had several places I had worked after that, and the last one was they closed down. So I had to look for another job. My mother happened to work there. Oh. Told the bigger ladies upstairs to tell Chuck, the big guy. Was it Chuck then? No, I have no idea. Who okay, some somebody who was the president. Mm. And so I got a job there. Okay. In customer service. Now, uh, had you been on the radio at this point? Oh, I had been on and gone. Okay. Well, we didn't hear about that. And I think well, we all wanted yeah, to hear. Yeah, so where did, where did you work here in, in town? Well, there was a radio station, y'all may or may not remember, WSGN. Mm-hmm. And okay. it was at the City Federal Building at the top. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Was this AM or FM? Or? AM. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So what did you do yeah, there? What did you do there? Well, let's see. I did a lot of things. I worked Saturday nights and Sunday, Sunday morning, and and Sunday night too. So Saturday evening was American Top Forty, and Casey oh, yeah. Kasem Casey is Kasem. not. He is not sitting there at my mic. He is right. on a record. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's got three of them and each side, and they don't go one and two. They go one, two. Oh, weird. Yes. They don't do it like yes. Okay. So, and, and he has, uh, like, pre-recorded his talks, and then they send it out to all their mm-hmm. syndicate radio stations. Yes, wow. with the music on there and everything. And okay. So, mm-hmm. so you're the operator. You're the you know yes. the production manager, whatever your title was, and you're yes. sitting there and you're putting the records on. You're playing Casey Kasem's top forty. Mm-hmm. Now, did you, would you do introductions and things like that for the show? Uh, not for that show because it's all Casey Kasem. Okay. Well, I was just wondering if you could give us a little sample. Are there any introductions <laughs> that come to mind? Can you know. give us your radio get, voice? Is there a song you want to get intro, a, and I'll, I'll cue get the up, song Get up, up close to the mic. And <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-huh. What about, I put her on the spot. You what did. about for your oldies show that you did? Oh, well, I just talked to Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Ward McIntyre. He was a, a close hero. He was. What was he famous for? Bozo the Clown. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was our local Bozo oh. for years. Mm-hmm. I remember him growing up. Wow. He, he's deceased now, but he we had a Friday night oldie request show. I 
was the person who did all the work and Ward sat there and talked. <laughs> I, I picked out the music. <laughs> I went to the commercials. You know, all, all that. But that was what I was supposed to do. Okay. Yeah. So wow. That's Man, that's so cool. So yeah. how does it feel being back on the mic? It seems to be easier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it's almost like anyone can do this nowadays. Yes. Oh, but you were working for the radio station for one of our uh, competitors, I guess it would be. Oh. For one of Shade's oh. competitors, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we have oh, many I'm competitors. So, uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, sun, Sunday morning, about 10.30, and we now take you to the church service of... Can I, can I guess? Yes. I mean, Briarwood? Nope. Dawson? Okay. Nope. Okay. Yeah, wasn't it Dawson? No, it was not. Oh, okay. Who was I it? I just assumed sure. Briarwood because I think they play Take his sermons the... now, or they used to. Yes, but this was Mountain Brook Baptist Church. Oh. Baptist. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and oh. I'm taped on, I was taped on that to use it every, every Sunday because you would hear me say, it's 1030 and we now take you. To the Mountain Brook Baptist Church. And then they'd start playing their organ. <laughs> yeah. I took my headphones off. Yeah. yeah. Walked around. Went you said to the... this, this isn't Casey Kasem's top four. Yeah, no. So no, no. You'll hear that tonight. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> or if you didn't listen last night, you're in trouble. That's right. Yeah. But I had an engineer in there that I would go and go, Fred, <laughs> how you doing today? <laughs> you, you were just killing time while the church service was going. You uh, better believe it. Yeah. That's great. So there's where I had some church. There it is. <laughs> every Sunday. Yeah. Because I was there every Sunday. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there. Working they, a lot of weekends. Uh, mostly, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mostly, and then I had to go out to when they had uh, stores for records. I had mm-hmm. to count them and see how many had so, had sold during that time, and I went to all all the ones around, and I came back with all that information, so we would kind of know who was top of the list, you know, what song was higher, what was it selling, that type thing. So I did that also. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't like a sorry, we're getting deep into the weeds here, but I'm just really curious about weeds. all this stuff. Peak the interest. Um so that wasn't like the record labels wouldn't send you that information to the radio no, station. No, we like needed the radio to know. station sent someone to all the record no. stores. Mm-mm, okay. Because this is what we needed in Birmingham. Okay. For our list. I see. Okay. We had a list. The the companies had a list too. But you okay. know, hey, we're going to play this song. This is our number one song here in Birmingham. Wow. Gotcha. Okay. I see. Huh. That's wild. Crazy. That's wild. <laughs> but times. I did meet some of the record promoters when they came into town. That's yeah. cool. Now, what 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 year what years are the, is this happening? This is nineteen. 19- 75, mm-hmm. right after I uh, graduated high school. <laughs> so before some of these people in the room were born, probably. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, yep. okay. Mm-hmm. I was five. Yeah. Oh, right. gosh. Oh, God, I'll shoot me down for that one. <laughs> Big old lie. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. I was actually out of high school. Uh-huh. So, okay. Um, I knew a guy. I was friends with him who worked what I ended up doing, and he was leaving. 
I have, you know, so I said, hey, if uh, they want your idea of somebody who would want to take the job, tell them I'll take it. Well, he did, and I got a call, oh. and I got the job. Okay. So, yeah. Oh. So it was 75. I graduated high school, okay. and yeah. My first Casey Kasem said it was November, so so it was November of 75. That's awesome. Oh, wow. That's super cool. All right, so okay. you so you work at the radio station for a while. You have maybe some other jobs. And then at what point do you all meet each other? Not there. No. Okay, <laughs> okay, so we were both working for Alabama Power. She okay. was in what was called back then the Daniel Building. It's over on, what, maybe 20th Street and 1st Avenue South, and it was a rented building. The company had just built a new building, and we were moving people in. And I we had redesigned this area for her customer service group to come in and been talking with her manager for a long time. And she said, I have this person I want you to meet. So she told me about Sandra, and we, we met and struck up a friendship. And Now, remind me, what was your role at Alabama Power at this time? I helped designers, and we built offices for the most part. So okay. it was a good thing, you know. Yeah. So was it? Kind of uh, more on the design side or the construction side? The, the or? construction side, yeah. And we'd, okay. We'd oversee the contractors who'd come in and do the actual work. You know, oh, I didn't gotcha. actually have a real job. I just watched people. You, know. <laughs> you see so much of that. If you see the people on the side of the road and there's five people and there's one working, yep. I was one of the ones, one of the five <laughs> standing there not working. You know. well, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Well, yeah, it gets boring, though, yeah, after a while. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. so y'all meet, and was it love at first sight? You, you just shouldn't yeah. ask a question like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You shouldn't ask the man. Hard-hitting journalism here. Yeah. yeah. It was for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yes. What, y'all's fir- what, what do you think was your first impression of one another? I liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you like about him? He was really a nice person, wasn't pushy about stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and um, it was just, it's nice. It was nice mm-hmm. to have somebody to talk to. Yeah. After the first date, he said, we'll need to do this skin time time. And I said, well, I'd like that. So we <laughs> had a second and then all okay. that. Okay. Now, where was the first date? Where did you take her? Uh, Baby Doe's. Yes. It was on top of the mountain. We had one here then. You know, they still probably have one in Denver. Oh, I, I've never heard of this place. Yeah. It, it looks like a mine. Mm. Yeah, a mine. Oh, wow. A working mine. And, really? Uh, the mm-hmm. thing I ordered us for an appetizer was the uh, alligator bites. They had little oh. pieces. And not again, because it tastes like fish, you know. <laughs> Wasn't my favorite. But the rest of the f- food was amazing. But, yeah, it was up on top of the mountain red mountain and it was by yeah you know like channel 42 or something like that okay yeah so place to go yeah so how long did y'all date before you got married oh gosh you're asking some (laughs) questions that that they just shake their heads at at men and say why did you do that it was and don't even look at me when you ask that question she's looking for his (laughs) yeah i gotta gotta check mine yeah Uh yep yeah so um we dated for years. No, we did not. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, we have a disagreement on the timeline. <laughs> yeah. Ah. So, 
We've been married 27 years. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think I thought it was like two years or so because yeah. no, it might have been four. Might have been yeah, four. It might have been. Okay. Because I finally said, "What are we going to get married or something? Or what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, am I wasting my time?" Yeah. So I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. Yes, I clearly remember that. <laughs> okay, so somewhere in the two to four year range. Yeah, somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. You, uh, we don't have to be exact. That's you know? right. We don't Ish. Need that. Yeah. yeah. Ish. How did, how did you propose? Okay, wait a minute. Brad, <laughs> Brad. have you okay, not Brad. learned well, anything well, from well. the other questions <laughs> yeah. previous Brad. to this one? I'll answer. Do you, do you realize how old I am, Brad? Yeah. 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 And, uh, I know, I know. Oh, okay, we have a volunteer. Okay. <laughs> I finally said, are we going to get married or what? Because, you know, we, we just can't keep going this way. And so he said, okay. Yeah. Well, that's romantic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 27 years. Yes. Yeah. That's right. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now I'm curious uh because we haven't talked about this, where are both of y'all's faith at this point? When y'all are kind of dating, working at Alabama Power, what does that look like? Mine was non-existent at the no. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, tell me a little bit about that. So, um, I did not go to church forever until we we met, married, and then we adopted Luba. So when we adopted Luba, I said, look, okay. we need to raise her in the church. You know? mm-hmm. uh, now, let's pause there for a second. So how many children do you all have? One. Mm-hmm. And adopted. Tell us a little bit about what led to that. And uh, tell us a little bit of the adoption story. Yeah, we couldn't have children. We, uh, we went to Kirkland to talk to them about their fertility clinic and did some tests there, and they said, this is a great place. They said, we've got it down to where our multiple births are really rare. And I said, um, when we walked out, I didn't say this inside the office, but yeah. I said, look, I agreed to one, not a litter. You know, because, you know, you I see those people, because there were all those people having five children right. at one time. So, oh, wow. I said, let's look at adoption because there's mm. people who need to be adopted. Mm. And we looked first at local. We mm. wanted, we thought we'd do local because it'd do the most good, we thought. Mm. And she came out of the uh, department that, that works with that here in Jefferson County with tears. Mm. And, you know, they were, they were not sympathetic. So we looked mm. at we looked at China, okay. and we got in talking to a group from that had adopted from China, Vietnam, and Colombia, and those places. And now, what year would this have been? This would have been uh, twenty five years ago. Okay. Yes. 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 Mm. Okay. So yeah. then we, uh, some of the people in our group were looking at Russia. So we said, "Hey, you know, that'd be cool." Mm. So we started looking and got in with a group from Ohio that had a an adoption center, and they sent us this photo. The first photo they sent us was of Luba, and we said, you know, how can we say no to this child? We'll always uh, wonder what happened to this child. Wow. So we, we said yes. Of course, she had my eyes, and she had Fine. Sandra's haircut. You know, oh. So it turned That's out wild. pretty good. Yeah. And yeah. How, old, how old was she when you adopted her? She had just turned two. two. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So it was a wild experience. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So y'all go to Russia? Oh, yes. Twice, yeah. Twice? Mm -hmm. How long did you have to stay over there? 
few weeks, just a, a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Of weeks. yeah, there was a delay when we went back for the second trip to pick mm-hmm. her up because, mm-hmm. you know, they're always looking for more ways to get yeah. more gratuities and things like that from yeah. you. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. But it, it was a great thing to, to do. It's, it's, it's been the greediest and most self-beneficial thing I've ever done. You know? mm-hmm. I could say that. I've just mm-hmm. been very happy with the process. So. And does she live in Birmingham? She live. She work is in college at Midwestern. Oh yes, yeah. You mentioned that before we yeah. started the podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. Spurgeon. That's how, that's how we know, know. Mr. Yeah. Spurgeon. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Okay. He's so, all around that. All <laughs> right. Yeah. And what is yeah. she studying there? Biblical counseling. Okay. And uh, what was the other? Intercultural studies. Intercultural uh, she's going to have two degrees when mm-hmm. she graduates. Oh, wow. Double That's awesome. major. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. Ah, so cool. So. so, and did she grow up in West Homewood? Because y'all live in yes. West Homewood, right? Right, yeah. Okay, so when did y'all move into West Homewood? We were already there. Yeah, we've yeah. been there forever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I tried to move out, but they wouldn't move. So we <laughs> yeah, had, to, no. had to remodel Better the schools. house so we could stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Better schools, bigger yeah. house. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, before we, before we find out about you guys finding Shades Valley and visiting and here. And a faith journey. And we got to hear yes, about what happened. As well, we're going to transition to the lightning round. Oh. oh. That's right. Okay. The Shades Midweek Speed and Lightning Round. This is the part I'm really nervous about. (laughs) You should be nervous. (laughs) Because we're going to ask some rapid-fire questions, and whatever comes to mind first, that's that's what you answer with as quickly as possible. Um, We're going to let you guys both answer. All right? So are you guys ready? Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. All right, how do you like your eggs? Bold. Over light. All right, if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where would you go? Uh, we have not been to um, Australia yet. Oh. Yeah, we're talking about Australia, yeah. Okay. That would be good. We just got back from Alaska a couple of months ago, so that was oh, fantastic. Wow, yeah. wow. Well, where we, did y'all we, go in Alaska? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, we spent two weeks there, so it was cool. And then took a boat, a trip on a ship around the... The glaciers, yeah. Uh, Wild. Yeah. Yeah. How fast, or excuse me, what's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car? 70. Uh, I'm chicken. I'm chicken to, I don't, yeah, I know. 135 miles per hour. I was not in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On I sixty five coming north. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, I, I know you. You mentioned liking and liking cars earlier. What yeah. was the first car that both of you owned? I owned a yellow. What kind of car was that? Nissan. Ni- Datsun. No, 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 no. It was no? that yellow car. My mother gave it to me. It was a Chevrolet, some kind. Nova. No, no. Anyway, it was yellow. <laughs> Okay. A yellow car. A yellow car. Yeah, had a yellow yeah. car. Yep. My first one was a 39 Chevrolet sedan. I hated the car. <laughs> I really did. It's terrible. What's been your favorite car you've owned? Uh, probably a 59 Thunderbird. Mm. Oh, that wow. That was a cool car. Yeah. But then in high school, I had a Oldsmobile 442. You know, green. It had the big stripes on the hood. It was just uh, really... Uh. 
for that time of, and it would fly. Look at his eyes. They're bulging out about that car. Yeah, it was great. It's cool. I've never owned a cool car. Yeah. So I always envy people to do. Yeah. Okay. A little desert island game here. You're on a desert island, and you can only take two books with you. And it, we leave the Bible out because that feels obvious. Yeah. What are what two books are you taking with you to a desert island? I would take like a Lord of the Rings book because it'd be so huge. That's right. <laughs> you read it over yeah. and over again. Yeah. 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 That's a great answer. And what else would I take? Some of the Russian authors are just too boring for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> No Dostoevsky or no, yeah, no, no War and Peace. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll probably yeah. take a survival book. You know, there was one of those that yeah. was made. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, How to Build a Shelter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any coming to mind for you? Uh, Agatha Christie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I take two of her books. Good picks. Um, best band that you've ever seen live. Or artist, band or artist, singer? Paul McCartney. When'd you see him? Which wow. time? <laughs> yeah, which time? We've been like nine times. <laughs> uh, wow, that's yeah. awesome. What, Did what you? was one in Atlanta? Yeah, there was one in Atlanta, one in Nashville, one in okay. New Orleans. What was the wow. early, what's like the first time you saw him? When was that? What year would, would that have been around? Eight, uh, before Luba, right? Before, before her, okay. so yeah. it would be 1990. Uh, or 98, something 98, like that. 98, something like so, that, yeah. That's Nine. awesome. I, I saw him 10 years ago, and it was amazing. Yeah. Where did you see him? I went to Bonnaroo. I went to this music wow. festival in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, it's like a weekend-long thing where you camp out. And they had a great lineup that year, too, because Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers mm-hmm. played. So yeah. I got to see him, obviously, before he passed away. Uh, but Paul, Paul McCartney was just, uh, I mean, I'm a huge Beatles fan. And so to see him live was just what mm-hmm. a treat that was. Just every every single song. It's just unreal. 1974, I saw Leonard Skinner at Rick Woodfield. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. there was, really? Yeah, there was Rick a, Woodfield. Rick Woodfield. Do you oh know where that is? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It mm-hmm. was wild. Everybody's camped out on the on the greens, you know. Someone got married before this, everything started. I remember that. Yeah. That's about all what I time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wonder how much the tickets were for that concert. Less than 10. Yeah, I believe yeah. it. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's okay. Amazing. So here's my last question, and then John Mark might have one. Uh, if you, uh, outside of the Bible, if you could have dinner with anyone from history, who would you want to have dinner with? This person can be alive or dead. It Paul just McCartney. Came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a good answer. Paul McCartney's a good answer. Anyone else coming to mind? I Not Ringo. I, I would want. <laughs> yeah. Why not Ringo? Uh, he's. He, Why not? He's, he's like he's, the, he's the really backbone old. of the Beatles. Yeah. He's what? just a drummer. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, look at Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I'm not talking about well, you, know, you they're both better. drummers. Come yeah. on now. Well, I do <laughs> appreciate that, yeah. but wow. I mean, Ringo's the, the... Throw this out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're going to take note of this. I, yeah. I mean, Ringo, I don't know, the foundation of the band in my mind. It was John Lennon. <laughs> well, John Lennon, 
and Paul were obviously the 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 drivers, the heart and soul, and the drivers of the band. But mm-hmm. uh, you couldn't have that band without Ringo, though. You just can You could put a really. You could put a a uh-huh. technical like a drummer that's technically better on paper. Like, uh-huh. oh, this drummer can do all of these things better, but it just wouldn't have the same feel. Yeah, in my mm. mind. Okay. But I, but I appreciate, I, like I appreciate your I strong like Ringo. opinions. I really do. <laughs> I'm just so not Ringo or any other or any other drummers. To be clear. Okay, John Mark, I love do you it have so one? much. Do you have one to finish us off? Oh, well, I have two. So what? What are your yeah. favorite? What's your favorite restaurant in Birmingham? Oh. Each of you. I like Jim Marco's. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. That's just, a great place. Was, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, love that place. Uh, yeah. So I have to choose one other than that. One. Yeah, choose. Oh, yeah, give us fun. another one. Give us another one. Ringo Starr's <laughs> favorite <laughs> <laughs> burgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm glad y'all were having fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, gosh. Lloyd's. Did y'all read it? Lloyd's. Yes. Oh yes. <laughs> You know, it's going, they're closing it. Yes, both of them now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think they're closing the other one now, too. They may be. But yeah, Lloyd's was really, really good. Mm. Okay, well, now I have two more questions. So the other one was Did you know the Beatles, they released this new song? Yes. Did you see that? I did. How do you feel about that? Because I have mixed Um, feelings on this. They used AI, didn't they? Yeah. So I, I'm not. I don't think I'm a fan of that yet. So it was an old <laughs> demo, right? They they took yeah. this demo. They they were able to isolate John Lennon's vocals, mm-hmm. and uh, because I think the demo had him playing with maybe his piano or guitar or something, they were able yeah. to isolate it from the other instruments. And then George Harrison had recorded some parts for this demo mm-hmm. at some point before he passed away. And then they had Paul and Ringo get back into the studio, yeah. but they used AI to do some things with the, vo- I just, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't I, I, I'm I, very I, mixed I really, on it. I, I, me too. I have, don't have enough information on mm-hmm. there too. Yeah. And I've kind of heard part of it and yeah. You but know, the, the last year that he was recording, you know, there at the, uh, by Strawberry Fields at the Dakota. Uh-huh. Some of his recordings, is, is it sounded so rough to me and mm. just not How something spooky. I would listen to by itself. Mm. You know, it had to be altered some right. way. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, finally, do aliens exist? No. Oh, absolutely. Ah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. And, and my favorite song is Something by the Beatles. Oh. I love that song. I do too. Yeah. George Harrison. Yes. I, I love his. I love his Patty, songwriting. Patty Boyd. He mm-hmm. wrote it for her. He yes. was married to her. They yep. divorced, and she married uh, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. That's yeah. right. Yeah. There's a. There's a. My favorite performance of something. You can find it on YouTube. It's Eric Clapton. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? And I Paul have. McCartney. Yes. There's there's a million people on stage. It's mm-hmm. huge. It's uh, uh it's, it's the one where recording. where Danny Harrison's on stage with them too. Yes, maybe so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did did so, uh didn't Eric Clapton write "Wonderful Tonight" about that woman as well, or was that about yeah. someone yes. else? Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I thought. Wow, that's right. I love it. I thought yeah, it was there's Layla. There's some excellent documentaries. Layla. That come out. I thought it, it could was be. Layla. Could be. Oh yeah, Derek and the Dominoes. Yeah. Okay. I trust you. <laughs> well, guys, you you did a great job with the lightning round. There was nothing to yeah, fear. That was awesome. Nothing uh-huh. to fear but fear itself. Yeah. yeah. So, great job. They're scared of us now. <laughs>
<laughs> no, of you. They there's going to be a vendetta. Well, now that we know you're anti-drummer, you know, <laughs> no, I'm not. He's anti-rongo. Uh, he's fine, and, and all his drummers have been fine. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, That's he's right. okay. Brad's okay. Uh, okay, so back to y'all. Back to y'all's story. So where we left off was we were talking about y'all's sort of faith journey and how once y'all adopted, you said, okay, we want her to be in church. So tell us a little bit more about that. So we were looking, Sandra was Methodist already, you know, okay. and mine was just like American short hair or something. <laughs> you know, it's just like a big mix of everything. Because when we filled out the form for the church, she put Methodist and I put, you know, like six different things, you know, Catholic, Church of God, you know, everything else that you could think of. So now was, have you, did you go to all these churches? No. Yes. Okay. I went to the Catholic oh, church for did, almost yes. a year. Uh-huh. Um, Went to the Baptist Church for a while, of course. Church of Christ, uh, yeah. Pentecostal. You know, they were just you know half a block down the street. We would go there from time to time. Uh-huh. Um, let's see what else. So you know, just for a while, I was on my own and I didn't go to church. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, we need to have an established background for this child. This child needs to have uh, some rules and some morals, something that some kind of background that would mm-hmm. be good for her, something mm-hmm. to teach her because I'm not going to be good at that. You know, we need someone to help. So mm-hmm. we were talking about it since she was Methodist. I said, let's go check out Trinity. So we did that. We uh-huh. stayed there for, for years. And okay. it was a good background for Luba because it made her, she blossomed there. She did real good, you know, mm. and uh, I liked that. But, uh, you know, there, there's always things that, you know, I didn't agree with. Sure. You know? mm-hmm. But uh, we were good. But the thing that, that really got us was that Luba got uncomfortable going to church there, you know, because some yeah. of the things, there was a little bullying going on. And mm. she had a friend who was had a... Uh, this is something that's good. They had like a, a study for, for ki- high school kids, and she started going with that. It ended up being part of the the big church, the church of, is it the Highlands? Highlands yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so she went there for a while, and mm-hmm. uh, then that friend led her more toward Spurgeon, oh. Midwestern. So, and she okay. blossomed. And she went to... Uh, the world race, which was almost like nine months of a mission trip. Oh, yeah. And we followed that, and we were still, you know, following the church and all. Mm-hmm. And she helped us find this church. You know, she thought we needed a church. She'd, oh. She looked at it. Evidently, there's a list of, of you people, you know, <laughs> you know and, and what you believe. Where is this list? I want to know. Yeah, yeah. We'll She's have to not ask. telling. Yeah. Oh, okay. But. Uh, fellowship was on the list, and you guys were on the list. Okay, now y'all had been in West Homewood a, a decent amount of time, okay. so y'all certainly had been to this building before, right? Did y'all ice skate here? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. okay. I used to pass it on my way home before we got married. But there I, was we just live right up there. <laughs> okay. There was yeah. such a uh, good feeling for me about how you guys affected the neighborhood by coming in and doing this, having the mm-hmm. farmers market. Oh yeah. I said this is going to help revitalize the neighborhood. This is good. So oh, wow. I, I've had a warm feeling toward the church for a long time. Oh, I thought goodness. it was a good thing. Yeah. Wow, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So you guys, this mysterious list, which we need to find out, what list is this? Mm-hmm. That we're on. Are we paying to be on this? Like, I have no idea. We're not. <laughs> um, so y'all hear about shades, yeah, right? She's and then give it a visit, or we brought. Yeah. We all came. Okay. Yeah, we all came together. Yeah. And we always want to hear what were your first 
thoughts? It reminded me of my Grateful Dead concert experience. Because <laughs> <laughs> I probably, I think I told John Mark this before, because, you know, there were people standing up and uh, they're just oh, yeah. twirling, you know, yeah. and dancing. And the kids with the flags, that was cool. Kids with you the know? flags, yeah. people barefoot, lots of beers. Yeah, yeah, there is yeah. the one person in the band that, that sings barefoot sometimes. You know? <laughs> That's right. And they know who she is. Yes, they do. And I don't. Uh It's okay for her to be barefoot, but you know a drummer. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Drummer can't do that. Yeah. So. They need that foot. Right. Yeah. So so seeing that and all, it made me feel a little more comfortable being here, you know, Mm. uh, with my background and all. I thought, you know, this might be a good place for me. Yeah, you know, I'm wow. not gonna. I'm not gonna stand out here. That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so, how long have y'all been here? Been coming now? Since January. Yeah. So eleven of this year. Yeah, almost of eleven months. Yeah. Okay. And you're still yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I like the drama. You became members. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. <laughs> became members. Yeah. Wow. It's so. always crazy to hear how people come or how people first hear about us. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so cool. Well, are we leaving anything out, John Mark? Well, let's ask them. Is there, a, is there anything else that you'd like to share? Is there anything else that we didn't get to? Um, no, I especially like the class where you were talking about what the beliefs of the church are. Oh, sure. Yeah, that the was Roots good. Seminar? Yeah, yes. the Roots. Oh, the Roots Seminar. That, yeah. that was cool. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know. We need things like that to help us get along because, you know, there's not a little pamphlet or something that I've seen yet. <laughs> right. Luba hasn't given us that. So. That's right. She, she will, though. Yes, yeah, she will. And she's going to tell us about that list if she's yeah. listening to this podcast. Yeah. yeah. She will now. Yeah, that's for sure. Because he'll tell her. Yeah, so she'll be home for Christmas. We'll have to ask her. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll bring her up and yeah. let you meet Uh-oh. her. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's great. Uh-oh. Look at his eyes. Okay, like, so, uh-huh. well, and y'all get to experience your first Advent. Yes. And Christmas at Shades Valley. That's yeah. right. So we're excited for that. Yeah, there's a lot of fun things coming up. I mean, we have the Christmas Spectacular coming up. Oh, which yes. Which we actually haven't done since 2019 for various reasons. Some of it was COVID-related early on. And, yeah. Uh, but we're bringing that back. So if you That's guys will right. be here for that, it'll be a first time. Good. It's going to be fun. All yeah. right. Well, and, then I, and then I think, didn't, didn't you guys... Okay, uh, I'm trying to remember... Are you guys a part of any community group right now, or have you uh, checked any community groups yeah, out? With Ken Blackwood. Oh, with Dan- yeah. Danny? Danny. Danny. Danny, 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 yeah. Danny and them. and Danny and Margaret. Yeah. He was sick, so we couldn't go to her house yeah. Sunday night yeah. for okay. dinner. Yeah, so I missed the Advent candles, too, so that was... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Lost out on that. <laughs> and now I know how to... I know how... for. Because every year Sandra does the angel tree. You know, we've done it oh, forever. Right. Oh. We had it at work, and, you know, we were thinking, well, we're going to have to go to Chick-fil-A, and then this came up, so that's good. That's right. Yes. Yeah. It is. We've been doing it every we year for it, yeah. a few years now. So that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you both for being here today. It was a lot of fun. Just nice getting to know you better and hearing your story. So we're glad you're here at Shades. So are we sure. still members? Yes. You're still members. <laughs> you're still the elders yes. will meet and decide. Yeah. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll reach out and let you know. Right. And Jonathan hasn't heard this either. So. Right. right. That's right. Yeah. He does listen to every episode. So he, he will yeah. He will check he it will. out. He will. He will. Put a good word in for us. I really like drummers. That's right. That's yes. right. Yeah. It's I too late. Yes. 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 No. yes.
Uh, All right. Well, awesome. Well, uh, to everyone listening, thank you for joining us uh, for another Meet a Member episode of Shades Midweek. If you'd like to email us, maybe you have some questions for the EDs, you can always email us at midweek at shadesvalley.org. Why is that, Brad? Because here at Shades Midweek, you're part of the conversation. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.